I do believe we have time for a few questions, questions right. if, uh, if there are any. <coughs> There's one right there. Great done. <laughs> I have a question for you, Simon. Yes. Um, I think seven, eight years ago, I read about uh, psychology research from McGill University in Montreal that uh, were studying creativity. And they came up with only one thing that all creative people had together, had, had in common, and it was that they had an unhappy childhood. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm the textbook case that kind of proves that. So I'm just wondering what your thoughts are about that. Oh, so it's a very good question. Do you need an unhappy childhood in order to be creative? Uh, well, I think the answer is actually no, I have to say. Uh, I think you can have a happy childhood and, and still be creative. Actually, the, the interesting thing is that uh, we don't know why we become creative. Uh, I mean, to some part, to some extent, it probably is within our sort of gene or within our personality and so on. But we also know, as uh, we heard today, that we can actually influence actually our genetic makeup to make us creative. So regardless if uh, we have the genes, if we have the childhood, or whatever we have, we can always be more creative. Hi. Uh, I also have a question for Simon. Thank Do you, you agree that uh, uh, those of us that are left-handed are more creative than, than the right-handed people? Wow, that's a really interesting question. So, do you I'm need to be left-handed in order to be creative? <laughs> well, you know, uh, actually, if you uh, contact me later this year, I will probably answer that question because we're looking into that right now. But I think, actually, there is something to this left-handedness. But, actually, it is not about I think at least, it is not about being left-handed. It's more about using both your hands. So, I mean, you probably know about the laterality thing, about the brain halves, so the left and the right brain. Well, we sort of left that a bit, and we are thinking now that it's actually, if you don't have this lateralization to a large extent, that could probably make you more creative. So it's even been argued that actually this sort of lateralization that we have in our brains, that is actually what makes us humans, because we focus some sort of our... Um, capabilities to the left um, brain, especially language and so on. And this opens up for, you know, uh, for, for being able to have a language, but it also opens up, for instance, maybe for schizophrenia. So there is a professor in, in England, uh, Timothy Crowe, he argues that this is actually the very answer for why we have schizophrenia present in the population, that they have a failure in the lateralization of the brain halves, but maybe this also opens up for the creativity. Anna, does the helmet work in the ski slopes? No, it's just for bicycling so far. Shame. We have, you know, we have this USB port, that, so probably in the future you can download other softwares into it. Hmm? Recharge it. The gas. You send it in to us, and we want the black box inside it contains the data from the accident so that we can learn more about accidents. And then we give you a discount on a new one, or if you live in Sweden, most, most insurance companies pay you a new one on your ordinary home insurance.
have a question to Happy Man. Um, <laughs> if you're self-employed, what's your tips to keep yourself happy if you don't have colleagues? That's actually... <laughs> <laughs> Well, tip number one is get some. Uh, yeah, when I started this company nine years ago, it was only me. Now we're four people, which is awesome. Um, but, but back when it was only me, I mean, it's a matter of getting out and meeting people because you need results and relationships, right? And as, as a self-employed person, getting results is fantastic because you're doing all the work uh, and, and, and you have control of everything. But, you know, being alone all day is probably not healthy and then you end up with Simon. <laughs> Lucky you. So, so you know... <laughs> go to conferences. Uh, you know, go be a part of a learning group. Go be a part of a mastermind group. Uh, see your friends. I uh, actually, when I, I've written three books about happiness at work, and the first one I wrote in cafes because um, you know I, I'd got no writing done at home. So every morning I'd go to a cafe, I'd write you know for three or four hours, and then go do other work. Um, so so getting out of the house. I think if you stay inside your home for too long, you get really weird. <laughs> Does that help? Um, yeah. I have a question for Simon. Um, the, if, is there a connection between a very high IQ or a relatively high IQ and creativity? Oh, the question is if uh, IQ is associated to creativity. Yeah. So it's a very good question, uh, and it's been debated a lot. And I think the answer is to a certain extent. But actually, it seems that if you have too high IQ, that is probably not good for your creativity. So um, I think the present state of, of, of this is not really my field, but uh, as I know, it is that to a certain extent, maybe to 120 IQ, it is good to be, have more IQ. But then after that, it's probably not so good. And there's also a fantastic study, I think, by Terman uh, long ago, where you know, they had these children and they looked on IQ and they were able to use IQ to see which one actually grew up and became sort of geniuses. And to a certain extent, that actually worked, but they happened to miss a, a Nobel Prize winner that did not have this IQ. So. <laughs> hey, Anna. Första gången jag såg den idén den här så fick jag en massa idéer runt omkring och så tänkte jag folk måste komma till hela tiden med väldigt många nya idéer om hur man kan använda den som en skidbacken när man åker ja, vad det nu är man åker över trillar på. Så hur, hur gör du liksom för att skärma av er för att bara klara av och fokusera på den här den, den bästa idén så att säga? Should I answer in Swedish or English? Uh, the question was, um, how do we focus when people are maybe contacting us with different ideas that they want us to make as well, like skiing helmets and horseback riding helmets and epileptic helmets? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're... Last week there was this Fredrik Gerten movie, it's a short movie about us that was released and we had this enormous media exposure again and they phoned us from ABC and CNN and BBC and all this and, and it's so, you know, it's like wonderful. You, you can't describe the feeling of 
of being appreciated, of course. Uh, and and also when these inventors call us and they want help and they want us to like, how did you do? How did you make it? How should I make make it? Do you want to buy my ID? We just say no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we have to say no for now and keep the contacts because, of course, in the future maybe we will be more people, and we can cooperate with more other companies, hopefully. But. It's a boring answer, <laughs> in a way. Yeah, just say no. <laughs> Seems that's about it. In that case, thank you all for coming, and have an awesome afternoon. <laughs>